And that is a bit of the brand new single from my guest, Alberta's Dwayne Steele. The song is called Bonfires and Guitars. Two great things to have on any night of the week. Uh, we'll play that song <laughs> on the show. And then we'll throw it back to, uh, I think, 23 years ago, Dwayne reminded me before we started the show. The song is called The Trouble with Love. I chose that song because it's one of my favorites of Dwayne's. It is beautiful and wonderful. Uh, and written by Matresa Berg and Hal Ketchum, both great writers and both who had some pretty great uh, country careers, especially Hal Ketchum. Uh, so many great songs, including Small Town Saturday Night. But we are here to talk about Dwayne Steele, my guest. Welcome to the show, Dwayne. Nice to be here, Dave. How are you doing? I am doing just great. Always great to chat with you. We had a talk not yeah. too long ago um, with your great song, Blue Collar Palace, with your buddy Gore Bamford, wrote yeah. and sang it with him. And that, that's such a great tune. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, and and uh, we had some radio stations uh, pick that one up and uh, spun it quite a bit. So that was uh, that was a good little uh, drop in the bucket for me. And um, unfortunately, we were out on the just starting the hashtag Redneck tour, um, middle of March there. And you know, we we had recorded that song sort of with that in mind <laughs> and then we all got oh, yeah. home on march 13th or whatever i think we, i got home on the 15th from brandon but uh you know hopefully we can pick that up again um it, it you know we got four shows under our belt it was fantastic and i think um if we get to go go ahead and do it it's going to be such a fun fun tour to finish off when you get a title like blue collar palace i don't know if the title came first or not but that that that's got to be a great song the title alone it just lends itself to one well it's a fun song you know and it it you know blue collar palace it does conjure up a certain image i think <laughs> of uh, what it could be about and uh, right. yeah we wrote it actually gord had recorded that song on a few albums prior of his own and never put it out as a single so we thought it might be good i've always enjoyed it and so has he yeah i'll be hanging out at the Another great series of shows that you have put on, and obviously they are on hold at the moment, but you had a great run with them, and I know you'll be back at it, is the George Jones Tribute Show. You've got the voice that lends itself to the George Jones sound, of course, and you do the song so well. What was the thinking behind that, Dwayne? Like, how much uh, thought did you, you know, 
How did you come up with the idea, basically, I guess is what I'm asking. Well, actually, I didn't. I wish I could take credit, but uh, my friend (laughs) Rob Shapiro, um, formerly of Hey Romeo, and uh, now with Jay Walker, Rob has been in the Canadian music industry for many years, but uh, it was his idea, him and his friend Graham Neal here in Edmonton, they came to me with it a few years ago, and I actually turned it down for about a year, but uh, I'm glad that they talked me into it and stayed with it because it's been one of the most musically gratifying things I've ever done. <clears throat> There's no question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love singing the George Jones stuff. My voice doesn't sound like it on this uh, <laughs> on this interview today. For some reason, I'm all dry <laughs> here. But, uh, but no, it's been great. And uh, learning those songs was a pleasure. Playing and singing his story, telling his story and singing those songs is just a pleasure every night. It's fantastic. He has so many great songs over the years, uh, from way back to, I think, I guess throughout the 90s, he was even having stuff, I Don't Need Your Rockin' Chair. So, I mean, his career went on a long time, and he could do the fun songs, and he could do the ballads that broke your heart. Like, He Stopped Loving Her Today is, as many people note, uh, you know, the number one country song of all time. Yeah, that's the big one in the show for sure. Although uh, we finished the show with uh, a song he had out later in his career called Choices. And uh, that kind of sums up his whole life anyway. And uh, I think that one to me is one of my favorite songs to sing. Um, It's such a poignant part of the show too, I think. So uh, it's, it's great to sing that. That's a great song. It is a wonderful song, and it, it just reminded me for a moment, uh, there was an award show. Alan Jackson was on, and I guess they wouldn't let George Jones perform. Uh, maybe they're going for younger artists. I can't remember right. the reason, but, but uh, he, all of a sudden he went from the song he had out at that time, Alan Jackson did, and he broke into choices, as you yeah. call it a protest, <laughs> you know, that George yeah. wasn't allowed on the show, but... Uh, it's it could have been song. the CMAs. It could have been the it might CMAs, have or, or it might have been the ACMAs, but it was one of those two big awards shows. Yeah. And I don't remember the story behind why George wasn't allowed either or didn't sing for whatever reason, but that was, uh, was a pretty cool move on Alan's part to do that, for sure. Let's talk about Bonfires and Guitars, which is your brand new single that's out now. Uh, tell yeah. me a bit about the song. Well, that's a song, I, you know, it's one of those titles I've had around for several years. I've been writing with my friend again, uh, Tim Taylor. Uh, Tim's a Canadian expat living in Nashville and uh, a CCMA alumni. Um, you know, he had a great career mm-hmm. back in the 70s and 80s and stuff like that. Uh, he's been around music business for a long time. We've written many songs. I first met Tim, actually, when I moved, lived in Nashville in the uh, early 90s. But uh, we wrote that song. I just thought it would be a cool um, title for a song and, and the story kind of, of of how, you know, we thought, I wonder how many relationships or friendships or, you know, um, love affairs or whatever started, you know, around a campfire. Just that simple idea of people sitting around having a good time because music right. is a big part of it and bringing people together and stuff like that. So that's kind of where that song came from. And uh, Tim and I wrote that song probably a couple of years ago now. And uh, I've always really liked it. So when it came time to finish off this new EP, it's also called Bonfires and Guitars, which came out on uh, – uh, I think the 18th of May here. Um, we titled it Bonfires and Guitars as well. So that's where the song came from. And uh, I just thought it would make a great spring and summer song this year. 
Absolutely. Let's hear it now. This is Dwayne Steele with Bonfires and Guitars on In the Country. of us hanging out that's what we do for fun in a small town on a warm weekend summer night last night when i saw your face peeking at me through those flames your eyes lit up in the warm glow of that bonfire standing there singing along you knew every word to every song Got close as the night wore on You were in my arms By the break of dawn Bonfires and guitars You and me underneath the stars Who'd have thought we'd have caught that spark There you were, now here we are Bonfires and guitars One moon, two hearts Ain't it cool how love starts if you don't want to say goodbye We can make this last for a little while Take a walk down by the water Throw our feet off the side of the dock Sip a beer, sit and talk Get to know each other a little better It all works out later on when the sun goes down. We could lay back right here, listen to him singing up there. Bonfires and guitars, you and me underneath the stars. Who'd have thought we'd have caught that spark? There you were, now here we are. Bonfires and guitars, one moon, two hearts. Ain't it cool how love starts on fires and guitars? On fires and guitars, you and me underneath the stars. Who'd have thought we'd have caught that spark? There you were, now here we One moon, two hearts Ain't it cool how love starts Bonfires and guitars Bonfires and guitars It'll make love start Bonfires and guitars Albert is Dwayne Steele with his latest song called Bonfires and Guitars, uh, the EP of the same name. You can stream or purchase it. And uh, let's get into some of your influences, Dwayne. When you were starting out in music and starting to pursue it, um, at that time, who were the artists that you had looked up to and maybe wanted to emulate in one way or another? Yeah, well, 
I started playing when I was really young. Uh, I think I did a, a talent, my one and only talent show that I ever did. I was nine years old. <laughs> oh, wow. I sang a couple of Charlie Pride songs. I sang a Charlie Pride song and a Merle Haggard song, I think, for if I can remember correctly. Cool. Kiss an Angel Good Morning and Mama Tried or something like that. <laughs> Great song. But, uh, and at nine years yeah. old. Nine years old, yeah. I didn't win the contest. I I heard back a a tape of singing at that age. My mom used to keep cassettes and stuff like that, and I sounded like a little girl, so I didn't win anything. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of where my influences came from. You know, growing up in northern Alberta, I I started a band when I was 15 years old with my cousins, and um, we played lots of dances, school dances, wedding dances, anniversaries and stuff for about four years straight. And uh, two-stepping was always a big thing up there, you know, country dancing. So I learned, you know, the Haggard and Jones songs. And, and uh, also we did some of the old, you know, a lot of the old rock and roll songs and stuff too, because we're, you know, we're playing for dances and we're trying to keep people on the mm-hmm. dance floor, right? So my influences range uh it's pretty diverse but i gravitated towards the songwriters you know um after i got into that and thinking about writing songs and stuff the rodney crowls and uh people like that were on my radar you know uh haggard was always there because he was you know he could be he's one of the greatest country songwriters ever but uh you know rodney crowl and those guys um were were a part of my uh, upbringing for sure, and then bands like the Eagles and stuff like that. You know, seventies um, teenager. You know, kind of growing up in that era. So a, a lot of it, I just took it all in, and uh, I think it kind of comes out whether you know in some formation sometimes in my music for sure, different uh, different influences. It's good to bring different influences, and I know back then with radio stations, there was a certain point where um, everything was on. They hadn't segregated it uh, between country or pop or rock. It was you got a mixture of stuff, so you yeah yeah you, you heard everything because you had that that particular radio station on. That's right. We were in northern Alberta. We had you know it was AM radio, and um, you know oftentimes during the day. It would be a, a variety of different styles of music, and then they'd have country for a few hours, and then at nighttime you, they'd move into top forty kind of rock and roll and whatever right. the current hits were and stuff. So it was kind of cool that way. Um, yeah, you know, we got such a great diverse diversity of music that uh, you know I think a lot of us growing up in that era, you don't get that anymore. Really, you, you kind of you can bounce around and find that you know the diverse musical styles but when you had that one radio station it was kind of cool to 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 have them mix it up like that definitely is there anybody Dwayne, in your career yet that you have not worked with that you have always thought about or recently thought about uh, a collaboration with whether it's writing a song or performing together anybody on your radar Mm, that's an interesting question i don't really i I mean, I can't think of anybody right off the top of my head, although I'm sure there's, if I thought about it, there would be, yeah. there'd be a few. But, I, you know, one thing I really want to, you know, at my age, staying in the music business, and I've been very, very fortunate to be able to, to make my living in the, in the music business for the past, um, you know, 30 years or so. And, uh, I, you know, hopefully...
hope to continue doing that. But one of the ways I think is to continue writing songs with new artists and maybe move into some producing down the road and stuff. And uh, that's always been a thing that I've always wanted to accomplish too as a part of my career. So I can see that in the future. I've been working hard towards that. And, um, you know, it'd be kind of neat to help help someone new kind of get going and, and maybe, you know, be there to help them realize their music and, and get that out mm-hmm. there and stuff too. It'd be just as gratifying to me, I think, as having, you know, my own hit record nowadays. So it would be, uh, that's another thing I want to get on the radar, you know, working with new artists, uh, younger artists, possibly uh, writing songs and just carrying on that way. That uh, that would be so rewarding because uh, at that age when they're starting out, they don't know how the music business works, of course, and uh, or a lot about songwriting necessarily. So yeah, to be able to shape them in that way and uh, you know be a part of their career um, would be yeah. amazing. I'm sure, that would feel great. Well, even even just you know in terms of produ- producing or whatever, just to help them realize their dream. I know when I was. Um, you know, fortunate enough to have some people that believed in me and stuff. It was really cool that, um, although I got lots of help, there was also just that, okay, well, what do you want to do? How do you want to sound? What do you want to be? You know, what is your person, you know? And I think just to help artists achieve that, I think would be a very cool thing. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of where I want to take, you know, over the next few years, sort of move into those kind of areas. Nice. Let's uh, yeah. turn back in time, and I think you uh, mentioned this was 23 years ago. Uh, sometimes it's hard to keep track of time, but it's a wonderful yeah. song called The Trouble with Love. Uh, the writers on it, two great writers, Matresa Berg, Hal Ketchum. Matresa sang some harmonies mm-hmm. on this song. It's a beautiful song. What can you tell me about it, you know, when you first heard it or how mm. the song got to you? Yeah, it was just a song, you know, when we got ready to cut my first record, which uh, became P.O. Box 423, was my first album, released in 1996. I had been living in Nashville for a couple years already, and we were writing songs and stuff, but also looking for songs, and uh, my producer, uh, co-producer at the time, Steve Bogart, brought me that song that... uh, Matresa and Hal. Actually, it wasn't Steve. It was Mike Clute. They, I had two producers that worked together on my stuff, and it was uh, Mike Clute that brought this song in because he knew uh, Matresa, and um, she wasn't going to record it. And I guess Hal had sort of forgotten about writing it and stuff like that. But uh, <laughs> we ended up we ended up getting it. When I first heard it, I just went, "Wow, it's just great." I, um, was a powerful song and I had never really heard it put that way before, you know, and it was, we thought, you know, this could be a cool thing to come out with. Um, you know, the wording was just a little bit different and, uh, we loved it. So we were fortunate to get it. And then Mike also asked Matresa to come and sing on it. And she just said, yeah, for sure. I'll come down and sing on it. So that was another little bonus. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's such a beautiful song, I'm sure, at the time and and still, but at the time when it came out, people uh, were really touched by it. Uh, I remember when I would hear it, you know, for the first initial years, listening to that song so much, uh, it really moved me. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, uh, you know, some of these, some songs just have that ability, um, 
to sort of stay with you and, and resonate with people, you know, and uh, that is definitely one of them. And uh, to this day, if I, you know, when I'm playing that song, I, I, I sing that show in most of my shows, that song, because uh, it's one of the crowd favorites for sure. Great. Uh, let's hear it now. Let's head back in time with this great song from my guest, Dwayne Steele. It's called The Trouble With Love on In The Country. with you, you're always looking down that highway for a better place to go. The trouble with me, I'm always looking back behind me on the shoulder of the road.
And that is my guest, Dwayne Steele. Such a wonderful ballad from him. It is called The Trouble with Love, uh, again, written by Matresa Berg and Hal Ketchum. I wanted to talk to you about trying to write something that hasn't been said before. Um, as you mentioned, with The Trouble with Love, a spin on it and a title like Blue Collar Palace. So it's kind of a fresh way of saying what's already been said. Is that something you strive to do? And is there a way to kind of get that creativity going to I guess it's thinking outside the box and, and coming up with a, a, a fresh angle on an idea. Yeah, you know, again, that's a that's another. Um, it's a great question, and it's a, it's a tough one as a songwriter. I think, yeah, I to answer the first part. I do strive to do that, and you know, even if I'm co-writing with somebody, I think we, you know, we always try and go. How can we say this? It's been said already sort of, you know, if if it's a love song or if it's a song about, you know, having fun or whatever, it's it's trying to find a new new way to, you know, a new coat hanger to hang it on kind of a deal. You know? It's like how do you how do we set this up so it's you know, we know what we want to say, but we want to say it a little differently and hopefully a little you know, something that people maybe haven't heard before. It was like uh, I had a song out a while ago called Breathing Your Air, and I ran that title past many writers. Jake and I, Jake Matthews and I eventually wrote the song, but uh, it was I always thought it was just a neat way of saying, you know, to your significant other, I, I love you and I want to, you know, want to stay with you. And it's one of those things where if you first hear it, you go, okay, what's this all about? <laughs> but uh, I think that's a song in particular recently mm-hmm. that we wrote where we kind of achieved that just, you know, having a hook line that kind of says it a little differently. How are you uh, doing these days with COVID and with uh, the, the whole staying in quarantine to a certain degree, but not being able to do shows. Have you channeled the yeah. creativity in another way? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, if COVID has done anything, it's definitely given many of us um, artists and musicians and songwriters, you know, that opportunity to sort of dig in and write songs and work, you know, for myself, I've been working in my studio every day, pretty much every day I try and write something or start something and uh, I'm using it to the utmost and uh, I think Mm -hmm. I'll continue to do so. I'm sort of, you know, on a roll. I was thinking the other day, it's like, man, I haven't had this sort of just because when you're going out on the road and you're setting up for tours and all that stuff, there's a ton of work to do in regards to that prior to getting going and, you know, organizational stuff and music and all that stuff. But now it's like, okay, now I can just focus on what I want to do, write some songs, start some songs, start, you know, look for ideas and stuff like that. So that's been really good. And then just hanging out. Um, my wife is working out of, out of the house now too, and my son's home from school. So we are all home. <laughs> But we we're uh, we're doing fine, you know. Um, yeah. We get to we we do our family things together still, you know. We're trying to be safe and conscientious about how we're out and about in the world for sure. But uh, you know, we're still uh, you know it's it's and I can't wait to get back playing live because that's one of the biggest parts that I love about music is is playing live in front of people, but. Uh, Mm-hmm. You know, like we were talking about earlier, you kind of got to, you know, if there's there's different ways to do it in the business and, and things that have to be done. So if you can't do this right now, do that one, you know, so 
there's there's a million, especially as an independent artist, there's a bazillion things to do. So just try and uh, lock into something if you can, and uh, and and go for it. Uh, in the remaining moments we have here on the show, Dwayne, I wanted to ask you about songwriting and if there's anything you could pass on with your experience at writing songs to somebody new out there who uh, is starting to write songs, but maybe hasn't got to the point where they feel they're getting to to great songs that they really believe in. What are some tips or tricks or suggestions uh, on writing? Well, I think, you know, especially for, for new writers and people that if you haven't written a lot of songs or if you're just getting into it and don't, you know, feel that your songs might not be up to snuff or whatever. I mean, for one thing, don't feel bad because I still do that all the time. But, <laughs> but I think, you know, one of a cool way to sort of get inspired and uh, I think is to just pick a handful of your favorite songs and listen to them. You know, ha- pick a handful of tunes, listen to them, dissect them, see how the, um, you know, the, the chord changes go together and how the lyric is um, you know what the song's about and how the lyric lays in on the melody and the rhythm and stuff like that and just study songs I think is the best way for new writers to sort of get to okay because I've been asked that for years and years like how do I write a song Mm -hmm. like well you have to just you first of all you have to listen to what you want to do listen to the kinds of songs you want to do and then try and emulate that you don't want to copy anybody but Try and emulate. Take the good parts. Take the the structure of the song. There's there's a mm-hmm. several different structures that you can use, and and just you know just work away at it. The best way is to just keep writing and writing and writing, and that's uh, that would be my advice. Great advice. Yeah, study the greats, the songs that work. And, uh, and keep writing, keep that muscle going. Uh, Dwayne, mm-hmm. I want to thank you so much for being here. Such a pleasure to chat and to, uh, to head back in time as we did with The Trouble With Love to that great song. I know people uh, who've heard it before enjoyed hearing it again, and maybe some people discovered that song for the first time. And then your brand-new single, Bonfires and Guitars, uh, two great things any day of the week, any night of the week. Um, your brand-new single, Wish You All the Best with that and the EP that it's from. Yeah, well, thank you, Dave. It's always a pleasure chatting with you, and I and I really, uh, you know, appreciate you having me on your show uh, in the country, and uh, look forward to more down the road. Absolutely, I do as well, Dwayne. Thank you so much. Once again, my guest has been Dwayne Steele. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. <laughs> 